This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Hey, that's really bad. Pretty bad is probably not strong enough for the Raptors, who just lost to the Boston Celtics, who were not playing Al Horford, Marcus Smart, or Jason Tatum. Three of those guys, um, very important to their success over the course of the season and what makes the team so good. Sure, Jalen Brown is playing, right? Sure, you have some other guys contributing for the Celtics, like Maybe you think Robert Williams is the next great center defensively in the NBA. Maybe you really like Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon, both of which are great. They give them 29 and 17. But when the rest of the starting lineup is filled out with Mike Muscala, Sam Hauser, like this is a team that the Raptors should have been able to beat. It's Grant Williams plays, you know, almost 19 minutes. The Raptors can't take advantage of this kind of stuff. That is the real shame here. That is where the Raptors lost the game. A little bit because of their, you know, zone defense that didn't work out so well. But in large part, they lost this game because they weren't, they couldn't take advantage of the lesser players on the other side of the floor. And not that these guys are bad, just that these guys exist, quite a few of them at the end of the Celtics rotation for a reason. And the Celtics not playing the reigning defensive player of the year, who also gives you a bunch of stuff offensively, not, not. He doesn't have the ideal archetype offensively. He's not the most efficient guy, but Marcus Smart does stuff offensively, especially his playmaking is probably underrated. He's a willing shooter. He moves the ball. He can give you a little bit of shot making. But it's just not having a guy like Tatum or Horford, I mean, and especially Tatum, obviously. The Raptors losing this game, 97 to 93. OG goes 5 of 16 from the floor, 2 of 8 from downtown. Fred goes 2 of 14 from the floor. One of 12 from downtown looked to injure. It appeared that he injured his hand early on in the game in a brush with Blake Griffin. Um, Not intentional, just, you know, bodies colliding on the floor. And he ends up going one for 12 with his, he stays in. His hand is heavily taped. Not only did he look, man, super, uh, he didn't want to go to the rim. He didn't want to try and pressure in that way. He kept backing out, and there were some opportunities for the Raptors to get the switch by Robert. Like, you get deep on a pick and roll, right? Nothing materializes. You gnash it. You pull it back out. Maybe the big follows you. Then you have a chance for your big man to seal the guard who switched. They had a couple plays like that for Pirtle, but that's about as good as it got um, for the pick and roll offense. The Raptors, they've kind of been able to set their watch to it over the past however long, because Fred has been for about a month and a half, close to two months now. Um, he, he's definitely been playing at an all-star level, an all-star level for a point guard. And with the injury, that certainly wasn't the case tonight. The Raptors needed that spacing because the Celtics, they they wanted to stay home in this game. They did so, and the Raptors were put in a position where all you have to do is just shoot the three ball, 
at an, like a mediocre level would have saved them in this game. Score more than 100 points, which usually you're able to do. They go 6 of 33 from downtown. As good as Pascal and Scotty were in particular in navigating the, the defense of the Celtics, like Pascal 28, 11, 4, 2 steals. Scotty, 18 points, 8 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals. But like Pascal, almost 60% from the field. Scotty, 54%. Scotty even hit a couple threes, right? And, and Pascal goes perfect from the free throw line. And, and a pretty engaged defensive performance from Pascal, too. Um, there, there's been... I would say that that's waned a little bit down the stretch, so it was good to see that. But the Raptors as a whole, you don't shoot the ball well enough. You go 6 of 33 from downtown. Even though you get a 16-point precious to chew a game, man, that's that's tough. Um, this is the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk. And it is brought to you by Goldfinger Law. You guys know the deal. You only pay if you win. Why is that a why is that a good deal? Well, you know, if you lose, at least you don't have to pay for it. You're not losing money in that way. Sure, you lose the case. Civil, whatever, right? You lose the case, but you're not losing that cash. You know, that's that's a decent deal. If you're interested, 416-730-1777 Goldfinger Law. Okay. Um quite a few disappointing performances in this one. I talked about Fred, I think that he he kept the turnovers to a minimum, but the passing, like there were some things that he was able to create as a passer, although not as much as you'd like. The Celtics definitely were overloading on Pirtle. They were like, they're bringing a low tag and they're pinching in high. And they also have the guy who's just guarding him. They didn't want to mess around and, and allow the Raptors to roll to the bucket. That was a good that was a good defensive wrinkle on their part. They wanted to make sure that the Raptors, Fred Van Vliet, he had to shoot the ball. He injured his hand during the game. He couldn't shoot it. I don't, I don't want to think that this is a continuation of his early season struggles. There's a lot of shots that have gone in over the past two months that dispel and and make me believe that Fred, the shooting has come around. He's once again an elite shooter in the NBA. So the one for 12, it's an odd performance for him and not one I expect to see emulated anytime soon. But the Celtics, they they played the Raptors into that. It also, like Pascal Siakam, really dominating some of the mismatches. This is why I, I wanted the Celtics over the Bucks for this exact reason, that I think Pascal is you know, a much better player since the bubble. And Jalen Brown was, you know, his main check in that series, for example. Or, you know... Pascal was Brown's main check in that series. And I, I think that Pascal is a, a way better player at this point than he was then in the bubble that we've seen it in the games that they've played, be it Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon or Jalen Brown or even like Sam Hauser, is that be it that these guys can't keep up with him athletically like a Hauser or that they aren't big enough to kind of deal with him on the mismatches, Brown, Brogdon, Derek White, whoever, even Marcus Smart, right, the Raptors, historically, well, over the past two seasons, they've brought help when Smart had Siakam, like was checking Siakam. They bring help, they've doubled. Siakam's done a pretty good job of dealing with that attention and scoring the ball anyway. He did that again in this game, and he did it well. Um, when the ball was forced out of his hands, the Raptors, there's not a lot of threes going down. He only had one turnover. You know, he had four assists. Barnes have five assists. The Raptors are playmaking from the inside out in this game. But uh, you only have six threes go down. It's not going to be pretty. And defensively, I think that they could have 
they could have won this game on either side of the four, honestly. Um, they're the better team out there considering, like when you put these rosters head-to-head um, and, and you don't count Tatum or Horford or Smart, the Raptors are the better team. They should win this game like eight times out of ten. They could have won this game defensively. They could have won this game offensively. Offensively, we kind of spelled out, you shoot the ball better. They shoot better than 18% from three in most of the games they play this year. And certainly the quality of shots that they got in this game, they should have been more well represented on that end. But also defensively, I think hanging on to zone for too long, not being very like they the attention to detail when they were playing in the zone. And also you're sharing that space with your teammates. You have to be keenly aware of where everybody is. And even though somebody might be missing a little bit on their, I guess, responsibilities, I mean, you still have to account for that. And so there is a little bit of disconnectivity on the Raptors sometimes where it's like guys are just making sure that they're looked after. And, and that's that's harmful where it's you're not defending in a team concept, you're defending in a bubble, right? You're like, I have my guy, I'm sticking him. And, you know, if, if the ball is scored elsewhere, then that's some other guy's fault. That's his check. That's what happens there. And And you have to be, man, especially in a zone, you know, like you, you can account for a lot of stuff in man-on-man defense. It's a lot more versatile. It's a lot better. That's why teams mostly play man defense. But in a zone, if you're going to absolve yourself of, you know, the team aspect of it and just defend in a one-on-one scheme, it's just not going to work. You're not going to be able to figure it out. And the Raptors, they give up way too many easy looks to the Celtics when they were struggling a lot to create at the point of attack. And, you know, credit to OG Ananobi. We talked about his offense not really being there. There were a couple nice plays in this game, a little bit of good driving that that definitely faded. He made a lot of mistakes on ball in this game. Defensively, though, I thought he was dynamite. He had the late steal. I guess people probably want to hear about the play that was drawn up at the end. Uh, let's talk about that then. You know, functionally, the Raptors are running like a weave. They want to see if somebody breaks off. Like the, they'll run guys, you know, off these screens like it's a flare. The guy gets the ball. It becomes a weave. Maybe there's a get action in there. It's it's not really creative, but it's also the Raptors. They're down four at that point in time, right? Um, Scotty Barnes had a drive that he missed a layup on, but Precious got a tip in prior to that. OG got a steal, great steal by the way. Pascal gathers the ball, gives it back to OG. He drops off the Precious for a dunk and end one, and that's how the Raptors are scoring like late, late. But, you know, Fred has a, you know, a shot, a three-pointer rim out. He airballs another one. Pascal on a pull-up like 17-footer or step-back 17-footer, he rims out. And, you know, there's shots being missed. But the Raptors also are limited in these situations. If Gary, who played 15 minutes, went 0 for 5 from the field and was just didn't have a good game at all. I'm not going to be too hard on him. He's missed quite a few games in a row. He obviously needs to get some semblance of rhythm back. End of the season, it needs him to come quickly, but regardless, um, if the Raptors are playing Achua, Van Vliet, Barnes, Siakam, and Ananobi, Ananobi is a guy who, if he's getting a set triple, that's a really good look. The Raptors, we've seen him hit one of the biggest shots in franchise history against the Celtics as a set triple, game three in the bubble, right? Helped swing the series, uh, stole a game because they he was shooting it from behind. The Raptors were down. When he hit that shot, that corner three, what a play, by the way, man, that, that was, that was really good fun. But when it comes to Siakam, you're not going to want to target him down four as the movement three or pull up three guy. So he's like 
eliminated. And we saw that in the play. He, he didn't come wide open, but also it's like he's in motion. He's probably not going to take that three. That's not the shot the Raptors are looking for. So he tries to audible and get the ball to Ananobi. Ananobi, also a guy who's like, he's not the guy on ball for a three because the pull-up three isn't like a massive part of his game. And then, okay, then does he go to Fred, who's one of 12 from downtown? The Raptors just did not have the weapons to score late on demand because the Celtics, to their credit, they did a pretty good job locking up late and they defended the actions admirably. But if, you know, sometimes you can override all this with just incredible shot making. The Raptors didn't really have that on the floor. There's, there's been times where they do have, in certain situations, you, you, you get the right alignment on the floor, you get the right set action, you make it work. There's a set shot maybe for Fred or for OG. Maybe you do get the ball downhill with Siakam and collapse the defense. If you're down two, you know, but since they were down four, the Celtics, there's not much of an impetus for them to respond to the drive the way that maybe you would in other situations, right? So if Pascal wanted to get to the rim, he most certainly could have. And but that that defense just wasn't going to come around and rotate. And then the Raptors would have been playing roughly the same free throw game, foul free throw game. And except this time, they have less time on the clock. And so I didn't think there was just at the end of the game, the Raptors didn't have the weapons, which is a real shame. Um, I hope Fred's hand is in okay shape. There's a lot of tape on that thing, man. A lot of tape on it. And they missed too many shots over the course of the game to make, you know, to pave the way for like a late Scotty shot, for example, where he's like so strong, nobody's ever able to affect the form on his his little baby hook or or a push shot. Maybe that's how you get to the rim. Or maybe Pascal, when being guarded by, you know, Jalen Brown on the perimeter or Sam Hauser or whoever, he can turn the corner and get to the bucket. I mean, he was whether he was fouled or whether he makes a shot, like he was awesome tonight. Maybe that would have been something that could have happened. But the Raptors, they just a little bit, like the defense is not the problem in the game where you allow 97, but a little bit too bad of a stretch. Um, but offensively, man, they just, you didn't hit on enough throughout the game. Sometimes. And it's a real it's a real shame, but sometimes you just, you lose the game on shot making. The Raptors, they got enough good looks in this game, certainly to score more than 93 points, but they didn't, and that's kind of where we sit. And then late game, I, I guess some people, you know, it's like, what the hell was that play? And as I kind of outlined, you weren't going to drop anything where you get the response you're looking for. You can run any set action you want, like any set action you want, but the Celtics don't have to respond to stuff and open things up for you if they're not scared about a drive, they can just, the shell of the defense can extend. They can protect against a set three-point shot, and they can run guys off the line. It's up four, and without, like, a glut of really great movement shooters, you, like, if Luke Kennard is on this team or somebody, any facsimile of Luke Kennard, a movement shooter, like, even someone like Jordan Clarkson, right? If he's on the floor, then the Celtics have something to worry about, a guy coming off a pin down or a wide pin or something like that. Then, you know, you can extend the defense. Then you can see what you can put on the other, like you can stack these actions and get a reaction out of the defense and then find an open man. But as it currently stands with the guys who are playing poorly and the skill sets on the floor, uh, that really wasn't available for the Raptors. It's too bad 
but them is the breaks, you know. Reggie Evans award winner. I want to give it to Precious Achua. I thought that this was his best game in some time. I thought that he was really, really impressive in this one. And it's too bad that it ended up this way because Dagum, man, you know, it's it's you take those good performances and you want to put them in your pocket and save them. But sometimes, man, you just don't win them. And you'd love for it to be, <laughs> you'd love to it for you'd love for it to be um where, you know, big performances beget wins. But that isn't necessarily the case. And I guess not even versus a shorthanded Celtics team. The Celtics, I mean, I'm sure they're happy as clams over there. I don't know what the status of these guys is going to be for the second night of the, you know, the the doubleheader. I don't know if Jalen Brown gets to rest now and, and Tatum gets a game for rhythm or something like that. I don't know what they really plan to do. I'm not sure how that's going to, you know, work out. But, you know, there's there's a chance. The Raptors looks like we're pretty much locked into a 9-10 matchup. They're going to have to, you know, it's not the front door to the playoffs. They have to go through the back door. It's it's tough, man. The team, ugh, you don't want to be stuck in the middle. You don't want to be endlessly tanking. You don't want to be a lot of things. But I'll tell you, in, in a league where there's a lot of parity now, where Luka Doncic is going to miss the playoffs, where Trey Young and, you know, DeJounte Murray and John Collins and Clint Capella and like all their really high draft picks, they've had a lot of like lottery picks over the years that exist on that roster that they're like an eight seed, that teams who, you know, were supposed to have big years just didn't. And other teams like the the Cinderella teams that were interesting, they feel like they just can't compete. There's a lot of good teams in the league. It's very hard to be you know, at the top end, escaping the middle is tough and escaping the bottom is also tough. Like the, the NBA, you got to be on the ball and the Raptors team building wise, uh, there's been some, some misses and they're currently trying to make good on all this kind of stuff, but we'll see, man. We will see. The top quick reaction comment is from Sapupu quote, team is broken. Coaching is broken. Talent is there, but horribly utilized. I can accept the loss, but not with how this team has been utilized. Looking forward to seeing what the new coach brings, end quote. <laughs> so I suspected since Nurse came out and acknowledged this, it seems like that gave the, the okay for everyone to finally be like, okay, what's going on here? And there might be like an overcorrection I, either way, right? I'm not sure. But yeah, Nick coming out and talking about it the way that he did, it was going to elicit these types of responses where, you know, after any game, if the play-in doesn't go well, everybody and their mom is going to be in the comments saying, fire the coach, and maybe they'll want, maybe they'll want Pascal gone, maybe they'll want Fred gone, maybe, who knows, most people will want Scotty as the guy going forward, you build with that in mind, of course, I'm sure that's going to be the case, but Man, if they if they flame out, everybody is going straight for the coach, especially since he alluded to the fact that like maybe I don't want to be here, which also is a pretty good flip. Like that's marketing. I hope everybody realizes that. Um, it seems just as likely to me that the Raptors would be saying, "Nick, we don't want you here." But we'll see how all that goes. Who knows? Really, uh, it's basketball. It's politics. It's all that kind of stuff going on, and the Raptors underperform yet again um hopefully this podcast performs well enough for you the listener um i'm just glad you're tuning in with me 
if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching it, like the video, subscribe to the channel. The most important thing, subscribe to the website. And if you're listening on the podcast channel, thanks for chopping it up, <laughs> chopping it up with me. And uh, yeah, whether you got into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. <laughs>